You're about to listen to Grace Pills by Reverend Josh Lai, lead pastor at Caris Center International. Reverend Josh Lai is a preacher of the gospel of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Father, thank you for the opportunity to share your word. Thank you for the privilege of being your voice in such a time as this. The oratories of men has never brought salvation. Neither has it brought total conviction. But there's one voice. The voice of our Lord Jesus. That which makes the hills melt like wax. That which makes The little lambs skip like rams. <laughs> it is that voice. May that voice speak by the voice of man. I find clarity. I find expression. Let your people find understanding. None shall ever leave here the same. The word of God shall be communicated in accuracy and precision in the knowledge of the Christ. We submit Christ to his word and we are edified because he is glorified and we shall bear fruit to the glory of this name in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. God's winning team. Part one. God's winning team. Part one. God's winning team. We are in our year of living heaven on earth. And everything that I'm talking about this year will be centered around that. Amen. Because living heaven on earth is living our purpose. God has a design. God has a plan for the earth. You and I are partners with God in this plan. Praise God. Is that very clear? It means that God has formed a team. And you and I are part of the team. We have been recruited into the team. Praise God. Every team has a purpose. 
every team has a purpose. And the teammates must have specific talents and character to serve the purpose and assignment of the team. Every team has a purpose. And the teammates must have specific talents and character to serve the purpose and assignment of the team. Therefore, the leader or the coach, etc., would highly consider the individual talents and as well take into consideration the individual characters. Individual talents as well as take into consideration the individual characters necessary for the collective good of the team. Let me go over again. Because every team has a purpose and the teammates must have specific talents and character to serve the purpose and assignment of the team, the coach the leader, etc., would highly consider the individual talents and as well take into consideration the individual characters necessary for the collective good of the team. As much as God picks one leader, he always forms a team. Created Adam and Eve. They were God's team. And that is also very clear in what we are about to process. And I know it is one of the huge assumptions and deceptions that the fact that God forms a team, it means that the team will succeed. It's not true. <laughs> Let me say it again. There is the deception that because God is the one that formed the team, the team will succeed. If that was so, then Adam and Eve would not have failed. 
So it is not automatic. So listen, there are things that it is God who started, but men failed God. So when you see anything formed by God doing well, it means the men that God chose. made a decision. They understood his assignment and they decided to work with him. You know, we sing songs like Who's, Who Can Stand Against the Law? Who can stand against the wind? No one else. No one. Are you sure? A little city called, not city, town, called AI. I. He defeated Israel. Pusu, 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 pusu. Joshua was shocked. A-I. Judas was chosen together with the twelve. As a matter of fact, if you read John 21, 1 to 3, you will see it there. After these things, Jesus showed himself again to the disciples at the Sea of Tiberias. And in this way, he showed himself, Simon Peter, Thomas, called the twin, Nathaniel, of Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two others of his disciples were together. Simon Peter said to them, I am going fishing. Did you see that? What did Peter say? I am going what? The guy who was called from fishing of fishes, to fishers of men, says, now I'm going what? Me kopo. Peter kopo. Gone back to fish for fishes. I'm tired. This team, I can't play. So, when God forms a team, like KCI, like Yakal House, we are the ones who must decide we are partnering with God. It is true that God called us. It is true that God, God started it. But we can fail. Puso, puso, puso. 
because we are not following his instructions and his beatings. Are you here with me? Look at Mark 16, 14. Everybody go. Still later, mm -hmm, he appeared to the 11 disciples as they were eating together. He rebuked them for their stubborn unbelief. Can you see what is happening to the team? The King James Version said, abraded. He abraded them because they refused to believe those who had seen him after he had been raised from the dead. They were ready to abandon the ship. They stopped believing. So we know God started this work. He has wired us. He has given us whatever it takes to do the work. But are we ready to comply with him? Are we ready to move with him? We are the ones that must decide. See, I make a decision. Back to my earlier submission. So God will definitely give us what we need to do the assignment. Because God does not just choose people. He would never give you what you cannot do. There's no way. For everything that God would ask us to do, he's already wired us to do it. Just as the coach will pick individual talents and specific characters to be able to form the team, we are going to see God has done that with us. First Corinthians twelve one. Now concerning spiritual gifts, the gifts is in italics. In other words, things of a spirit. Everything that concerns the spirit, brethren. I do not want you to be ignorant. So every believer, the day you got born again, 
you were giving the spirit. And all the gifts of the spirit were wired in you. See, I have been wired with every gift of the spirit. Say it again. I have been wired with every gift of the spirit. Say that spirit is the spirit of Christ. So you see, from the incarnation to Christ's death, burial, and resurrection, everything happened via the work of the Spirit. It was the Spirit, the same Spirit that enveloped Mary. For Mary to be pregnant. So the Spirit was the seed. When he was baptized, the Spirit spoke. So the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Christ, is the same Spirit that did everything that Christ did on earth. So everybody that is part of Christ's team can only function by the same spirit. And that's why Apostle Paul is saying that no one on earth who wants to function in the earth like Christ must be ignorant about the things of the Spirit. The world talks so much about talent. And, uh, <laughs> and, and, and every time they see people functioning in their talents, they call them celebrities. They hail them. They go to watch them. We are not saying we should be watched. Or we should be hailed. We hail Christ. Everything we do, we do it to the glory of Christ. But what makes a believer relevant in the team is when they function by the gifts of the Spirit. The believer will be irrelevant in the kingdom if they are not functioning by the gifts of the Spirit. Just as the world will function at the apex of their talents, the believers must do so by the Spirit in the kingdom. To bring men to Christ. Praise God. You and I know that after God created Adam, he now gave us power to procreate. 
And in procreation, we see how specific talents run through one family or the other. In this kingdom, in this family, we function by the spirit. It's a family thing. Everybody who is in the family inherits it. So they must discover what they already have and function in it. When you are ignorant or malfunctioning in the things of the spirit, you lose relevance in the kingdom. So Apostle Paul is saying, concerning spiritual gifts, I must not be ignorant. You must not be ignorant. The believer must not be ignorant. Because that will make us function to the apex in the team. Say, I am part of God's winning team. And I function by the Spirit. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are what? And how can he lead you? By his word. How do you function in the word? By the gifts of the Spirit. By the gifts of the Spirit. Either the vocal gifts, the revelational gifts, or the power gifts. 1 Corinthians 12, 6 to 10. And there are distinctive varieties of operation of working to accomplish things, but it is the same God who inspires and energizes them. All in all. We all know, but to each one is given the manifestation of the Holy Spirit, the evidence, the spiritual illumination of the Spirit for good and for profit. In other words, it must be beneficial. It's not profit, it's not commercial. Praise God. All right. It's not what? Commercial. It's talking about the benefit, the benefit, the benefit. It must benefit. To one is giving in and through the Holy Spirit the power to speak the message of wisdom. Reading from the Amplified Version. To another, the power to express the word of knowledge and understanding according to the same spirit. To another, wonder-working faith by the same Holy Spirit. To another, extraordinary powers of healing by the one spirit. To another, working of miracles. To another, prophetic insight. The gift of interpreting the divine will and purpose. To another, the ability to discern and distinguish between the utterances of true spirit. And false ones to another, various kinds of unknown talks to another, the ability to interpret tongues. Praise God. Now, all of these are giving us the day we got born again and we receive them. To one, we have all studied that. To one, doesn't mean that, oh, okay, one, you are giving one and you're operating one. No. Definitely, if we are ministering or you are ministering, you'll be ministering in one. Are you getting the point? 
Uh, it doesn't mean so. At the next place, at another place, you can minister the other. Because all of them are in you. We function in them. So Paul is saying, everlasting gift of the Spirit given to you, brother, so, so, and so, the gift of healing. That's not true. So collaboratively, in ministering, and ministering one to another, we may be ministering one gift or the other. But it doesn't mean that that's your gift. No. The reason why you minister in one is because that has been your preference. It is what you've been desiring. We'll speak to it. The word desire is what you love to function in. And so you receive the grace and you seize it. So you function in it. Romans 12, 6 to 8. Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us. Let us use them if prophecy. Let us prophesy in proportion to a faith. A ministry, let us use them in ministering, teaching, uh, and he who exalts, exhortation, who, who, he who gives with liberality, he who leads with diligence, he who shows mercy with cheerfulness. These are gifts. We function in them. We bless people with them. We bless the church with them. It makes the team functional in the work of Christ. First Peter 4, 8. Let's take it actually from the 10. I don't want to. I'll come back to that. First Peter 4, 10 and 11. As each of you has received a gift, a particular <laughs> spiritual talent, <laughs> a gracious divine endowment, employ it for one another as, as, as befits good trustees of God's many-sided grace, faithful stewards of the extremely diverse powers and gifts Granted to Christians by unmerited favor. See, God's many-sided grace, many grace has made me, has made me a, faithful a faithful steward of the extremely, of the extremely diverse powers and gifts granted to Christians say to me by unmerited favor. So please, it is diverse. All that is in the Holy Ghost is in me. And I function thereof. Whoever speaks, let him speak 
or let him do it as one who utters oracles of God. Whoever renders service, let him do it as with strength which God furnishes abundantly so that in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. So whatever we use these gifts for is not for our glory. Is to his glory. Is not for our glory. Is to his glory. So when you were enrolled in the team, you were giving what it takes to function at an optimum level in the team. You have been given the gifts of the Spirit. How do we function in them? We must desire. We must desire them. 1 Corinthians 14.1 Pursue love, yet earnestly desire Spiritual gifts. But especially that you may prophesy. So now you, it's very clear that we are not to function in just one gift. Clear. He said we should, de we should desire what? Spiritual what? Gifts. And then he said, but especially what? To prophesy. In other words, you can function in other gifts and also what? Prophesy. So it's clear. Prophesy. If you read the amplified classic rendition, it says, eagerly pursue and seek to acquire this love. Make it your aim, your great quest. And I like, and earnestly desire and cultivate the spiritual endowments, especially that you may prophesy. Interpret the divine will and purpose in inspired preaching and teaching. <laughs> oh, praise God. So I am to desire and cultivate. I am to desire, just like the footballer does training and train their talents and exercises their talent and they cultivate and nurture it and they become masters of it, I am to do same. I exercise myself by my strong, passionate desire to do so much for the king in the kingdom so that my relevance in the kingdom will be at the topmost. I exercise myself. I exercise myself. So as you come and we're doing Holy Ghost service and we are teaching and you are training you, you are exercising. As you go in evangelism and you prophesy to people 
and you see and you, you are sharpening. You are exercising. As you pray and we pray, we pray for hours. You are sharpening. You are exercising. As you give, you are exercising. As you do the spiritual exercises, you are exercising your spirit, training yourself. As you observe how I do it, how you see Prophet Gilbert doing it, as you see your leaders doing it, you are sharpening. And you also, the, the desire becomes stronger and then you exercise it and, and then you see it and sometimes you fail but you just get up and you do it again. You fail, you do it again. You fail, you do it again. You fail, you do it again. And very soon you are doing it and you are doing it at the topmost. First Corinthians 12, 31. But earnestly desire the best gifts. Earnestly desire the best gifts. So we are the ones to desire. And in our desire, we seize them. That has already been deposited in us. So now, if you are not functioning in the team, is it the coach? Is it the leader? Who is the problem? If we don't give the opportunity, then fine. But as we teach you, train you, we give you the opportunity, you function. So if you're a footballer and your coach gives you opportunity and you don't take it and you waste it, whose fault? Oh, say, whose fault now? See, I've been giving. I am receiving. I am working with it. Praise God. Are you learning something? So, we have the gifts of the Spirit. We know how to function in them. In the team for which God has called us. We are part of God's winning team. And I said in the team, when the coach is picking, he doesn't just pick people with talent. He picks people with certain character. We're going to check whether we have that character too. So we have the gifts. And Apostle Paul says in that same 1 Corinthians 12, 31, but earnestly desire the best gifts. And yet I show you a more excellent way. What is that excellent way? 
1 Corinthians 13.1. What does he say? Though I speak with the tongues of mm-hmm, and of angels, uh-huh, and have not what? Love. Mm-hmm. So what is the excellent way? So you see, it means that you already had that one too. So when you were picked and given the gifts, you were given the character to function in the gifts. That's why 1 Corinthians 14 says, Pursue love, yet earnestly desire spiritual gifts. So the gifts function by love. By love. 1 Corinthians 12, 31. Uh, sorry. Uh, Galatians 5, 6. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision avails anything, but faith working through love. <laughs> faith working through love. Faith working through love. I saw something Pastor Chris posted today. He said, the work of the ministry of the gospel is too sacred to be motivated by gain. Too difficult to be motivated by duty. Only love can sustain it. Yes, we have a duty. But being dutiful can sustain this. Until it is grounded in love. And you received that character before you were brought into the team. You have it. You have love. Can we prove it? Ephesians 2 9 and 10. I like the TLB rendition of this. It says, salvation is not a reward for the good we have done. So none of us can take any credit for it. It is God himself who has made us what we are and giving us new lives from Christ Jesus. And long ago, long ages ago, he planned that we should spend these lives in helping others. Hey, are you here with me? Uh, are you here at all? Ooh. 
Ephesians 2 9. Let me read it NKJV. Not of works, lest anyone should boast. For we are his, 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 his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works. For good works. For, for. You've been created for, for good works. You are his workmanship. When you were being framed, you were framed in the workmanship of love to help others, to do good. Your wiring, your framing is the framing just like God who helps others. That's all he does. Anytime God thinks, he's thinking about others. David said, who is man that you are so mindful of him? God's mind is always full of us. God is always thinking about us. That is your frame. That's your frame. The word created is the word tizo. K-T-I-Z-O. New species, new breed, a new kind of man. It's a word only used for God. And only something that God can do. So this man sitting there right now, whether they come from Anglo, whether they are dance, whether they are gas, whether they are fantis, they are santis, whoever they are, the day they became born again, they were made as God's special species. And framed as God's workmen, like God on earth, to love like God loves, to do good like Jesus. Acts ten twenty eight. He went about doing good. So you have been fashioned in a way that only responds to God and the God life. That's why James will say that when a man hears the word and does not do it, he's like a man who looks into a mirror, walks out, and forgets about who he is. He said, he's only deceiving who? Why? Because he has been made and fashioned in a certain way. That he only responds to God. So if he's responding to something else, he's not deceiving anybody. He's actually 
making himself a fool of the frame that he has been made. Are you here with me? We are to help others. The Holy Spirit, we say, is our helper. <laughs> so if you are functioning in the gifts of the Holy Spirit, by the love of God, then you are demonstrating God on earth. And the Spirit of Christ is being made evident in the lives of men. Praise God. Galatians 3, 27 to 28. And we have been baptized into union with Christ and are enveloped by him. See, this is my identity. I look like Christ. <laughs> look at 28. We are no longer Jews or Greeks. Or slaves, or free men, or even merely men or women. But we are all the same. We are Christians. We are one in Christ. So there is no other. Frafra, Eve, Ga, Ashanti, Bro. Your frame has been changed. We are in union with Christ. We are now made workmen because we are made of his workmanship. Nensanu enduma. Now that's who you are. We are nyami ensanu enduma. What to say, Eradi? What to say, Christo? There is no slave. There's no free. In this kingdom. We function in the team representing the workmanship of Christ. Our status, fame, money, whoever, doesn't matter. Say, I'm part of God's winning team. Galatians 5, 22. 
23. I love the TPT rendition of this one. I just love it. Accurate. So, watch this. Do I have the Holy Spirit? By the Holy Spirit, I function in the gifts. You will see that by that same Spirit, I function in His love. But the fruit produced by the Holy Spirit within you is divine love. In all its varied expressions, the fruit produced in you by the Holy Ghost. <laughs> so you are not the one. It is he who is at work in you because of the union. Because you are his workmanship. Now he is producing in you and through you his life. His lifestyle is love. You are now living love. And he says, how does love express itself? In God to men. <laughs> how do we demonstrate it? He says, love shows himself in these varied word expressions. Go. Joy, that word, overflows. So when Bible says, do you say Paul every time says, rejoice what? Always. He's talking about the fruit of the spirit. Love at work. You rejoice always. People hate you, but your joy remains. People reject you, but your joy remains. Your joy is always what? Overflow. Just like God. People forsake him. He doesn't curse them. He doesn't lose his cool. He rejoices always. He sings over you. With love, with joy. He loves on you. Joy! That overflows. Peace that subdues. Why, why is he saying peace that subdues? It means in this earth, there would always be trying times and turbulence. There will be situations that will cause men to lose their peace, to lose their head. But you will see the peace that the Holy Ghost produces in the believer. In the midst of difficult, complex, complicated situation, they are cool in their head.
So he said, patience that endures. So enduring situations. Patience. That what? Endures. You can only see patience in time of trouble. Check a man who says they have patience and see the trouble they are enduring. Oh, pastor, me, I'm very patient. Because everything is fine. Nobody is troubling them. Let trouble come. When you hear them say, he did it once. I didn't mind. He did it twice. Then they are counting. <laughs> Do you know what they are doing? They are testing your patience. And you showed you didn't have one. They checked the barometer. You could not hold it. Oh. Are you in the team? Oh, are you sure you are in the team? Yes. Say, this is my character. Oh, say, this is my character. I am playing well in the team. I have received a deposit. And I shall express it. Kindness. I said, I love the TPT rendition of this one. This one, they did an accurate interpretation. Hush. Kindness. Oh, Pastor, me, I'm very kind. <laughs> Even your MFC is suffering. Kind. Inko. Warn to Pastor, Pre Pastor Preachy. Allow yourself to be cheated. Somebody was quoting you today. Did you quote that? Ah, uh, not you. Ah. Uh, uh, in your post, didn't you? When you were sharing praise on Pastor Josh Lyon, <laughs> she was doing exegesis. I said, hey, have you exegesis? Allow yourself to be cheated. Kindness, who? In action. Let me borrow accent. In action. Yes. Kindness in action. They are setting kindness. They are like a knife that has no cut. It's not in action. You will use your strength. <gasps> you cut, I know they cut. Because they're kind. No. Would you change that? Let your kindness be in action. In other words, listen. You don't only do things because you are comfortable for people. You do things 
even when it is not comfortable. When people hurt you, you still show them love and kindness. You don't choose. Because they did me well, I will do them well. If they don't do me well, I will not do them well. That's not God's character. He made the sun to shine on both the just and the unjust. He makes the rain to fall on both the just and the unjust. Say, this is my nature. This is my character. It was given me as I was chosen into the team. I must nurture it. I must make sure it grows. Oh, 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 oh. Let your love grow. Grow your love. A life full of virtue. Faith that prevails. Gentleness of heart. And strength of spirit. Never said the law above these qualities. For they are meant to be limitless. Hey, its operation in you is limitless. It has no boundaries. I did it today. I can't do it tomorrow. No, that's not it. It has no boundaries. It is limitless. Till we finish playing, we have it. It's working full in us. I will rather grow in it and become better by the day. Ah, are you understanding me? It doesn't go down. It doesn't go down. Praise God. Have you learned something today? I'll end here today. I'll continue tomorrow. I hope you learned something. Are you sure you did? All right. Lift up your voice, begin to talk to you. Glorious grace. Grace, glorious grace At the cross You called it finished Thank you for listening to Grace Pills by Reverend Josh Lai Lead Pastor, Caris Center International We believe the word has begun a good work in you May God's amazing grace lead you to a peaceful and joy-filled life Caris Center International Living heaven on earth